It's time to take a journey to find your courage, break through your limits, and master your destiny. It's time for Ken D. Foster's Voices of Courage. Ken brings you some of the most courageous people on the planet that will inspire greatness within you and change your life for the better. It's time to see the unseeable, know the unknowable, and do the impossible. It's time for Voices of Courage. And here's your host, Ken D. Foster. Well, welcome to Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. I'm your host, Ken Foster, and this is a show that I believe will change your destiny if you listen in and tune in. It's all about courage, and I'm bringing some of the most courageous voices on the planet here to help inspire greatness within you, to help you take your business and or your personal life to levels that you've probably never been before. Over the last 21 years... I've worked with thousands of individuals as a life coach and a business strategist, and I found one thing that was common for those that changed their life and took their life to a completely new level, and that one quality was courage. It was that place where individuals would set goals or set intentions, but if they didn't have the courage to move into the unknown and be brave about it, and walk a path of, you know, disappointment and risk taking and and things that happen along the way. If they didn't have the courage and fortitude, what happened is it was like circle thinking. They would set an intention and a goal, and they'd come right back to that. Thirty, sixty days, ninety days, they'd be the same person with the same goal, trying to do the same thing. So I understood that courage was the key factor, and so. I decided that I would start this show and really bring an understanding around what courage really is. Because, you know, courage, we can't feel it. We can't taste it. We can't touch it. But we all know it exists. It's there in our hearts. I wrote a new book, by the way. It's called The Courage to Change Everything. It's coming out in May. And the forward to that book was written by a, a friend of mine. His name is Stephen M. R. Covey. And Stephen is a book out there called The Speed of Trust. I think he sold maybe a million copies of that book. And his father wrote uh, several books, one of which is called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And so I asked Stephen, would you write the foreword to my book, The Courage to Change Everything? And he said, sure. And he starts out this way. He said, I'll never forget listening to my father consistently repeat an expression about courage that over time became extremely meaningful and inspiring to me. Courage is the quality of every quality at its highest testing point. He would also quote Winston Churchill. Courage is the first of human qualities because it is the quality which guarantees all others. So think about it. If you don't have courage and it's something that you haven't even thought about, Maybe you have courage. Everybody has courage. But a lot of times it's unexpressed and it's, uh, it's actually a subconscious uh, quality that you haven't expressed. If it's in there and you're not expressing it, and if you look around, and there are symptoms, by the way, uh, if you don't have courage working for you. Symptoms are mediocre life, setting goals and not accomplishing them, procrastination, um, a sense of uh, uh, self-disconnection from yourself, a sense of uh, lack of responsibility. There's a sense of uh, feeling almost depressed, individuals that haven't developed the courage. But with courage, all of that changes around. Everything changes. You end up feeling empowered. You end up feeling like you can take on the world. You end up feeling that there's nothing that you can't do. You become actually unstoppable as you develop that courage within you. Each segment of uh, this show, what I want to do is I want to make a uh, or give you a reading from, what, from my book, The Courage to Change Everything. And I want to do this because I want you to feel what it feels like to be inspired from a place of truth, integrity, and connection to courage. 
So I start out day one. And this book, by the way, has 365 days of encouragement, inspiration, uh, courageous quotes, and also some action steps to help motivate you to change your life and take it to a level that you've never had before. So day one, the most courageous act you can do is to master your mind and master yourself. Today is the day to plan on taking your life to new heights. It's the time to make new choices. It's a time of renewal and rebirth. It is a time to let go of the past and those things that have not served you well. It's a time to throw off the portals of limitations and open to new possibilities. And it's a time to set intentions, create a success list, and bring new life to your greatest dreams. Every human being is here to contribute and help make each other's lives better. But how can you make a large contribution to the world if you're not putting your unique gifts, talents, and skills into it? This is an amazing day to make a resolution to bring more of you into the world. Today, commit to align your mind, body, spirit, and emotions to your greatest dreams and generate an amazing life. Try taking on this new point of view. Beginning today, I will create a new future by creating a new me. I will do what it takes to remold my thinking, become all I was meant to be. I will bring forth my brilliance and create excellence in all areas of my life. I will change my perceptions, words, and actions again and again until I've found the road to success by evolving myself and being the change I want to see in the world. Today, ask... What is the core of who I am? What am I being called to do differently? And how will my business and life evolve so that I have the greatest year ever? Actions, your future is as bright as you can proclaim it to be. Repeat that new point of view affirmation above six times and feel a sense of empowerment again and again throughout the day. I have found that We can change our lives, we can change our beliefs, we can change everything about ourselves if we just make the effort. You know, a lot of times we get caught up in thinking that it's impossible, thinking our dreams are impossible, thinking, you know, I'm going to write a new book. Oh, that's impossible. I'm going to become a scuba diver. No, that's impossible. I'm going to get married. No, that's impossible. I'm going to have a really powerful relationship with my creator. No, that's impossible. I'm going to have a, a friendships that, that give to me, contribute to me, and make, make, make my life better. No, that's impossible. I'm going to become wealthy and rich and become a multimillionaire. No, that's impossible. Right? We, we tend to think that things are impossible that are not impossible because we programmed ourselves to think in a negative way. So I challenge you today. Today's the day to think about taking your life and opening up possibilities. Honestly, what is possible for you is only limited by your little little thinking, what's between your ears. There's, no, there's nothing that needs to stop you from succeeding in whatever, whatever you want to do. You know, I remember I decided I wanted to be a scuba diver. And so uh, I was down in Mexico in... Um, uh, took some lessons in a pool for about 45 minutes, and they got about 15 of us out on a boat, right? Put on all this equipment and, and said, okay, we're going to go down 30 feet, and we're going to sit at the bottom. So the rest of the group got in the water and dove down. And I thought, okay, here I go. So I went down, and all of a sudden this feeling came over me like I was going to die. And I popped back up the surface. And then I thought, well, I, I better, I, I want to dive. I, I'm going to have to do this. I went down. I did this three other times. I couldn't get down. I'd go down about 10 feet. But you know what happened is I thought, well, I, uh, I really want to be a diver. And, uh, you know, I'm not willing to stay on the surface. I'm going to go deep. And so I thought to myself, I'm either going to die or I'm going to be a diver. And, and, I, and I dove down that last time, and I went, and, I came, and that feeling came upon me. I literally thought I was going to die. I thought I was going to explode. And all of a sudden, about 15, 20 feet down, everything stopped. Everything opened up for me. And this, this peace came over me. And I was able to 
go and follow the group. And from that moment on, I became a diver. But you know, it's it it. I had to have that courage, didn't I? I had to have that courage to not only keep going, right, but that courage to be able to transcend those limiting beliefs that were holding me back. I didn't even know I had them. In fact, later on, it was defined that I had um, um, a claustrophobic beliefs. I didn't even know I was claustrophobic, but that's that's what happened. But, you know, it's when we find that kind of courage that our life changes. So, you know, I ask you right now, you know, is there an area in your life that you feel like you're going to die if you're going to transition it, right? You know, whatever, whether it's in your career, your health, your business, your your relationships, your uh, whatever it is. If you have something right now that's going to, you feel like you're going to die if you do it, that's what you're being called to do right there. That's it. That's the transition point. So I encourage you this this uh, week to think about what that is. And whatever it is, go ahead. Transition it. Go for it. You know, the next six weeks, if you tune into this show, I can guarantee not only am I going to bring some amazing guests, and one's coming up in just a moment, Colonel Chris Ritchie, who's going to be talking about the invisible metal. But you're going to be able to listen to this and reprogram your thinking in a way that will support you to have those impossible dreams become possible for you. All you have to do is tune in on a consistent basis. And by the way, since this is on a podcast, you'll be able to listen to the podcast at any time of the day and night. If you can't sleep, what a great thing to do is turn on Voices of Courage. Okay. Coming up in just a moment, we're going to be talking about the invisible metal and how this way of thinking will transcend your life permanently. We'll be back with more Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Attention business owners. The feeling of being overwhelmed, stressed out, and facing difficult business challenges goes hand in hand with being an entrepreneur. But there are solutions, and it's time to explore the possibilities. You work hard as an entrepreneur. Give yourself the break you deserve. Ken D. Foster is the business coach for you. Ken has over 21 years of experience with leaders just like you who trust to share what is truly going on in their business and that thing called life. You're invited to set up a free confidential consultation with Ken. His wisdom, guided methods, and unique strategies will bring you to new heights and breakthrough obstacles. Visit KenDFoster.com to set up your free confidential consultation. It's time to achieve your dreams because you deserve a successful business and a balanced, happy life. Sound great? Find out how to make this happen. Visit KenDFoster.com. That's KenDFoster.com. KenDFoster.com. Would you like to help someone in need to move from poverty to prosperity? Stars of Courage, a 501c3 nonprofit, is looking for established life coaches with experience in education and career mentorship to build confidence and create clear paths to success. Join our team of experienced coaches in a wide variety of fields, equipped with warm hearts with a passion for lifting up those in need. Our Stars of Courage. Find out how you can make a difference at starsofcourage.org. That's starsofcourage.org. We're back with Voices of Courage. And now your host, Ken D. Foster. Well, welcome back to Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. I'm your host. And this show is being brought to you by Women's Wisdom. Women creating Friendship in business and in life. They've been doing it for over 25 years. They're here in San Diego. And you can go to womenswisdom.net to find all about how women connect in a powerful way, supporting one another to grow their businesses and grow their lives. Okay, my guest. I'm so excited to have my guest here today. (laughs) Colonel Chris Ritchie is currently serving on the commanding general staff at Marine Corps Installation West. He's responsible for the government and external affairs. He is a career aviation command and control officer commissioned in 1992 
He is a resident graduate of three formal military schools, earning two master's degrees and an MBA with honors from Regis University. And he's a published author in multiple professional military journals. Colonel Chris Ritchie served as the commanding officer of a company, a squadron, a group, a Marine Air Ground Task Force res- responsibility for 135 to 2,500 Marines and sailors. Chris has served in 18 countries, including Europe, East Asia, Central, uh, Central and South America, Middle East, all over the world. <laughs> and this summer, uh, Chris Ritchie will join the faculty at Air War College Leadership Department at Maxwell Air Force Base in Montgomery, Alabama. Chris, welcome to the show, man. Good to be here, Ken. Thank you. It's so good to have you. You know, you and I met, uh, what, about a year ago now? That's right. Yeah, at a prayer breakfast. Of course. (laughs) And things have just kind of snowballed from there. Very true. Yeah. So let's let's talk about the... I want to talk about, you know, what motivated you, first of all, just to get into the military? How did that happen? What what drove you to get there? Oh, that's, a, that's an easy one. Uh, I, I knew from the minute I first met my grandfathers that I was going to be in the military, uh, both of whom served during World War II, one of whom was a uh, battlefield promoted uh, company commander in the Philippines when it fell, wow. uh, survived the Bataan Death March, three and a half years of captivity. And I remember as a 12-year-old, being uh, at Fort Rucker, Alabama, and seeing generals walk by and salute my grandfather, <laughs> who at the time was a civilian, had retired. I asked one of my uncles, why are they saluting him? They said, because he's a hero. And so at the age of 12, I knew I wanted to serve my country right. and do my part. Right. Wow. That's that's great, man. And, uh, you know, you've done uh, a lot of time here, and I guess not too much time on the West Coast, but... That's right. Yeah, but you're yeah. leaving me. Uh, uh, <laughs> Darn. Like to, we'd like to stay. We love it out West, no doubt. Okay. You know, I want to jump into um, uh, this invisible metal. Sure. And, you know, what What really... What what, is, what motive... What, how did it come about? Let's talk uh, about I, that. Absolutely. Well, it, it came about over time and experience and wisdom. And what it all really goes back to, in the military... Uh, excellence is defined or rewarded with medals, ribbons that you put on your put on your left chest. Right. You know that's how you're kind of defined. So w- when I was a young officer, I would strive for that recognition. I wanted to do well, and of course, even young officers, it's ingrained in Marines, especially that you always take care of your Marines, and that that always was a testament to that um, mindset and ethos. Mm-hmm. But still, as a young officer, you, you strive for that recognition. You right. want to be the best that you possibly can, and that's how people know by right. seeing if you've been rewarded for excellence. Right. Now, over time, I have found, now after 26 years, that those become less significant. And what has become far more significant is impacting somebody's life in a very positive way. And if you do that and they acknowledge that, in my mind, you've just been given an invisible medal, mm-hmm. which is far more valuable than anything that could ever be pinned or worn on your chest. So, in other words, medals, the tangible, got it. Would it, maybe that's pride, perhaps, but used to identify success. Invisible medal identifies significance, and you may be the only person who knows it. That's good, and and you know significance. Let's talk about that because um, you know a lot of people are, are are chasing external success and pride and, and what have you, which is nothing wrong with it. Um, but I think there's a deeper level to that human development mm-hmm. as we go into significance. So tell me what you mean by that significance. Sure thing. I, I got to tell you, uh, Bob Buford wrote a book called Halftime. And in there, he talks about the first half of your life being a success. And then as you sit back and you're at the maybe the at halftime, you look back and think, well, that was great that I was a success, but what is what am I going to leave behind when, I, when God calls me right. from this earth? You, and what really matters is, did you live a life of significance? Did you impact others? So I, I call it life pillars. There's s- certain things that are so important to individuals, whether it be their profession their family, uh, their spiritual growth. And really, I think a way to live a life of significance when you're a uh, commander or when you happen to be a CEO or somebody in charge is really helping everybody achieve their full potential. 
not just in performance or profit or mission, but in all pillars that are important to them. And then that's what it's all about. They'll take that home to their families, to their coworkers, to people who they meet along the way and realize that this person was significant to me, helped me achieve my full potential, and perhaps that'll inspire them to want to do the same for others. That's really good. You know, in uh, some of your notes, I'm going to steal a little from you here. Uh-huh. Um, you have Matthew uh, six nineteen through 21. Don't collect treasures uh, on earth, but collect treasures in heaven. That's right. For where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. And when I think about heart, I think about courage, right? Is it takes courage to for somebody to have to, I don't think have to is a word, for somebody to step into significance and do something for themselves or grow themselves or grow somebody else True. in, in a greater way. Um, how does that show up in, in, uh, in the military and in, in what, you're, what you're doing? How, how, sure do you, how do you coach people to do that or, or lead them to do it? Well, you know, it's been since 1775, that's been the ethos of the Marine Corps is that we take care of our own. Um, Simon Sinecki wrote a book called Leaders Eat Last, and that was just his observations of Marine leaders that they'll be the last ones to go through the, uh, the, ch- the chow line because it's more important that all of those that they're responsible for eat. And if it's all gone by the time the leader gets up, then so be it. So uh, it's, it is ingrained in the military that we do indeed take care of our own. And uh, so what I'm talking about here with the invisible metal, it's, it's nothing new. It's just a mindset for me that over the time when I perhaps have earned an invisible medal, that had such a deep, significant impact on me that that became my focus. That's great. People and relationships. So and, let's talk about specific individual medals that somebody could earn, mm-hmm. right, themselves. Do you have to hit on that or what? what is that? <laughs> sure, sure thing. And again, it runs the whole gamut. We're, we are all so focused on mission, mission success, and taking it into the civilian side on profit. And I've talked to so many uh, people in various companies that have challenges and always say, why do people always leave? Why can't they just stay in the company? And I just think to myself, well, are you, are you really just focused on profit or mission, or are you focused on the individual? And when you, when you change that and you focus on the individual, you'll see the, you'll see the invisible metal come. And mm-hmm. what I'm getting at here, mm-hmm. it's not just helping them with career decisions. It could be helping salvage a marriage that may be on the rocks or a challenging uh, event or circumstance they may be going through with, uh, with their children or really wanting to grow in their community, whether it be at church or coaching or various things of that nature. So it's kind of looking at the entire indiv- whole individual approach because we all have things that are important to us. Our job is a big one, but there's so much more behind that. We we all do, and of course, we all um, you know struggle in different areas. Um, I don't. I've never met the perfect human being. Yeah. You've probably ne- met, no. never met the perfect marine. Um, you know, there are people we strive for perfection, but that doesn't mean that we uh, we can achieve that perfection. Um, I just touch base on what you said about uh, the business. You know, I think that invisible metal is given to companies that create. Uh, amazing experiences for their customers. They look at truth, integrity, they look at honesty, and they really care about their customers, you know, and they make it uh, easy for their customers to stay with them and, and keep coming back. And I think that that happens in, in all areas of life. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, but very true. And those organizations are the ones that, that, that keep, you're never going to have to worry about losing the employee or the Marine, but it's funny because you're not focusing on just that performance or profit, you're focusing on the individual. Yeah. And whether they stay or go doesn't matter. You are just trying to make a difference in their lives 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the road. That's exactly right. You know, you talk about the power of one. What, uh, let's talk mm-hmm. about that. What is that? Yep. So investment in one individual, taking the time to listen and to care. And, and I wish I could have the, attribute this quote, and, and hopefully I'll try to figure it out at some point. But the, it was an individual who said, you know, I was always interrupted by people. I couldn't get my work done because people kept interrupting me from my work until the day finally came that I realized it's the people that are my work. <laughs> That's <laughs> <So> good. <laughs> a great quote, and I, I'll figure out who it was who said it because it, it struck a chord with me. Yeah. And it, it matters. I mean, people are going to come to you with their problems. If they don't, you've stopped being their leader, really. Right. And uh, taking the time for that individual because they're going to take it home to their families. They're going to take it to their coworkers. They're going to 
let that seed grow wherever they may may need to take it. That's good. So. Now you also talk about life pillars, and when I think yeah. of a pillar, I think of uh, you know a big pillar of a building, and you know and and you know how that sits on a foundation. Um, right. So uh, why don't we just touch a little bit on that? Actually, you know what. We're coming up to the top of the hour, so uh, what I'm going to do is I'll, uh, we'll we'll make that our first subject um, as we as we come back. So uh, stay tuned. Uh, we'll be talking about the power of life pillars when we come back. We'll be right back. Great. We'll be back with more Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. The dog days are over. Would you like to help someone in need to move from poverty to prosperity? Stars of Courage, a 501c3 nonprofit, is looking for established life coaches with experience in education and career mentorship to build confidence and create clear paths to success. Join our team of experienced coaches in a wide variety of fields, equipped with warm hearts with a passion for lifting up those in need. Our Stars of Courage. Find out how you can make a difference at starsofcourage.org. That's starsofcourage.org. Attention business owners, the feeling of being overwhelmed, stressed out, and facing difficult business challenges goes hand in hand with being an entrepreneur. But there are solutions, and it's time to explore the possibilities. You work hard as an entrepreneur. Give yourself the break you deserve. Ken D. Foster is the business coach for you. Ken has over 21 years of experience with leaders just like you, who trust to share what is truly going on in their business and that thing called life. You're invited to set up a free conversation confidential consultation with Ken. His wisdom, guided methods, and unique strategies will bring you to new heights and breakthrough obstacles. Visit KenDFoster.com to set up your free confidential consultation. It's time to achieve your dreams because you deserve a successful business and a balanced, happy life. Sound great? Find out how to make this happen. Visit KenDFoster.com. That's KenDFoster.com. KenDFoster.com. We're back with Voices of Courage. And now your host, Ken D. Foster. The dog days are over. The dog days are Welcome back to the Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. I'm your host. And this show is being sponsored by Women's Wisdom, Women Empowering Women in Friendship and Business. You can find them at womenswisdom.net. And this group's been around 25 years in the San Diego area, but they, I believe they also have podcasts online that you can listen to some amazing, powerful women. Womenswisdom.net. I'm talking to Colonel Chris Ritchie today, and we are talking right now about life pillars. Chris, tell me about life pillars. Okay, terrific. Uh, oftentimes, when we uh, bring in folks to counsel them, uh, it's all focused on really one thing, performance. Here's how you can perform better. Here's where you're not performing so well. And again, this is mission-oriented, not necessarily people-relationship-oriented. Not saying that Marines don't care. We all care, but that's just kind of the mindset. It's about mission, performance, profit, right? So as we looked at this back when I was a uh, group commander, thought maybe there's a lot more to just performance, so we started talking to folks, what's important to you? And uh, inevitably, these pillars emerge. Uh, spiritual life, uh, professional life, family life, all these, your, your physical uh, well-being, your mental well-being, all these things are very important to us. I know you run yeah. Ironmans and triathlons, and we talked right. earlier about scuba diving. These are probably things that are very important to you, and obviously this this radio uh, that you've yeah. set up. And by, and by the way, congratulations to you on this uh, Voices of Courage radio. Thank you. And Thank you. An honor to be here Thank on your you. First, first show, really. Thank you. Yeah, I, well, I couldn't that. have thought of anybody I wanted to have on that first show more than you, Chris. So thank, well, thank it, you for being here. A, a great honor, to, yeah. to be sure. Yeah. So when, uh, and we talked a, a while back, you know, there's, there's one thing that every human being is born with, especially every American, and that's potential. Every, every one of us. Right. It's the uh, folks and the people that we come into contact with over our lives, whether it be family members, bosses, colleagues, um, you name it. 
that have helped us grow in each well, of these that, That's true. We all have yeah. potential. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I bet you get a lot of people in the Marine Corps that have potential, right? Yes. What's yeah. the difference between the one that, that succeeds and the one that doesn't, right? What's, sure. What is that? Well, in, in one word, leadership. Mm-hmm. And that's what brings me to the invisible metal and life pillars, because there may be some things that are the individual is going through in their personal life, or maybe some goals that they have. And if we're not aware of that as, as leaders and helping them achieve their full potential in all the pillars that are important to them, then I would view myself as a failure. Yeah. And so that's kind of the mindset. So as you focus on these life pillars and you help individuals achieve their full potential, not just in one, but in all, right. Right. you are receiving really an invisible medal. You've helped them achieve something. And when they recognize you for that, or at least acknowledge you, that's that's a reward that you just can't put a price sticker on. I love that. So, you know, and, I, and I'm getting this vision, too, of, of being able to give my, like when we met out, out in front, I said, where's my, where's my medal, right? Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, that's right. You know, and, but, you know, what I'm getting is that, you know, we, we don't self-acknowledge enough in this society. Mm -hmm. Um, Or if we do, it comes to a lot, many times from a place of ego or high fives or something. But what we're talking about here is true growth, true self-acknowledgement of some of the uh, inner qualities that we're developing that can really build character and build, um, build the person's uh, uh, capacity past potential to really Mm -hmm. expand uh, their dreams. And and, absolutely. Okay. And, that, and that's really our job. You know, you have Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Once you've achieved self-actualization, what happens after that? Right. Really. Right. And I think it, it begins to change your focus and not on yourself and fulfilling your own needs, but fulfilling those of others. And it becomes that uh, servant leadership. Absolutely. That we've, you and servant I have talked about a lot. You mm-hmm. know, right there. And, you know, in Proverbs 11, it says those who refresh others will themselves become refreshed. Right on. That's an invisible metal. That that is right there, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Interesting. So I'm I'm seeing this invisible metal um, book. <laughs> I always like I always like to write things out, right? <laughs> That's true. So yeah. you know where where maybe these uh, you know we have the life pillars in the book, and then mm-hmm. we're we're checking, we're going through. You know, am I am I in service? Um, am I have I have I developed um, some new skill sets in um, in my in my career? Right, maybe to help somebody else or help help grow, you know, my family life. Mm-hmm. I'm getting it. Let's talk about priorities. So, how yes. do we prioritize yes. all this? Priorities are so important, and if you have your priorities well thought out, articulated to yourself, and understood, then every decision really becomes easy uh, for me. And I'm here in my personal capacity today. I, I took a day of liberty to be here with you because it's it's important. So, I'm representing Chris Ritchie's thoughts. Great. Reflections on 26 years of leadership, if, if you will. Yeah. Um, but as I look at priorities, my personal priorities in order, God, family, country, Marine Corps. And there's a reason behind that. Uh, God is an eternal commitment, plain and simple. My family is for my entire life. As long as I'm on this earth, my family is going to be the most precious thing to me. I will always be an American until the day that I that die. And I love this country. It's the greatest country on earth. And the Marine Corps, the most precious thing uh, to, to me as far as a profession has been or ever will be. And it will, it will, I will always be a United States Marine, but, you know, in a couple, four years, I'll be retired. And yeah. that will be the end of my active duty service. Right. But that I'll still have my family. I'll still be an American. And I'll still have my faith. Uh, and so it's important when you have that because then decisions are easy. I think of Eric Little in the 1924 Olympics in 1924. He failed. He clearly would have run, won the gold medal in his race, but the heat was on a Sunday, and his religion was important to him, and he did not run on Sunday. And everybody in the world, a couple of movies have even been made about that, honor that and respect it. But for him, it was an easy decision because his priorities were straight. That's interesting to me. You know, we've, I've heard, uh, you know, if you stand for, uh, if you don't stand for uh, something, you stand for nothing. And I think uh, priorities in, in a lot of people's lives, especially today, it's so busy, so hectic. Things are coming at us 90 miles an hour, right? Um, how to stay committed to those priorities um, is, is difficult for some yes. people, I think. 
How do you Absolutely. how do you help help the guys in the in your uh, in your unit stay committed? Um, I mean, there's well, pain and the, pleasure, right? <laughs> uh, of, of course. Well, just to, to stay committed, uh, always we we love to talk about leadership. Love to talk about the Marine Corps vision is very important. Where are we? Where are we going? How are we going to get there? Uh, it's a lot of uh, you do the best that you can to inspire, and that is easy really in, in the Marine Corps because you don't you don't join the Marine Corps, you become a United States Marine, and there's a big difference there. Uh, but again, all these other aspects of an individual's life that are important, uh, we need to know where their priorities are. And so we will never, you don't want to put somebody into making a very difficult decision because you're asking them to compromise their own priorities and values. Mm-hmm. So, would you I say answer. that priorities uh, help build character? I mean, well, sure. Well, I mean, without priorities, do you build character? Maybe that's the question. Well, I, I, I think so because if, when you identify priorities, you're identifying the things that are most important to you. Yeah. When you put them in an order, you're identifying the uh, the items that are you know clearly the top priority right. and. Right. Don't you know, because I, I, I'm thinking that we're always prioritizing, oh, right? Yeah. I mean, whatever you're doing right now, you're, you know, oh, this is a priority for me. Being on the radio, having you here, you know, getting the voices of courage out in the world, that's a priority. Sure. I could be going, I could be swimming at the beach right now. I mean, I could be mm-hmm. doing a, a hundred other things. Um, and what I keep finding is that if you don't know your priorities, uh, everybody else knows them for you. Okay, <laughs> my, if I don't know where I'm going, I can Somebody tell you my that. friends, my wife, my family, uh, my associates. So all tell me what they need done. Right? Oh yeah, okay. that's right. Very true. <laughs> Sometimes yeah, you'll 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 adjust, but uh, if you if you have them uh, correctly, then they'll all kind of fit within some of those boxes, if you will. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Real quick, stewardship. Let's oh, talk stewardship. About that. Great, great question. Okay, uh, you will every commanding officer when they uh, hand over their flag of command, they will talk about the stewardship of command, which frankly is holding something sacred in trust for a short period of time, and that's what you, you're honored with the the flag that's been there for hundreds of years in many cases, and you're responsible to that unit's mission and to all the Marines and their families that are now under your care. It's something that we hold dear and and precious. So after those two to three years that you've been in command, are you handing that flag off to the next commander? Were you a good steward? Did you take care of that unit's mission, the Marines, their families? And it got me to thinking that maybe it's not just when you're in command or the CEO or a boss. Is life itself not a stewardship? That's so good. So are we given this gift of life for a short period of time, really, when you think about it, and are we using that to pass that on to the next generation better than uh, than it was that we received it? That's great. I love that. Well, you know, you have a new book coming out. It's called The Ladybug's Gift. <laughs> um, talk to me about that a little bit. And the other thing is, you know, uh, we, I've got some really amazing things happening in the third segment of the show. Okay. I'm gonna what I what I'm gonna be doing is. Um, I've done some research on the most powerful uh, mindsets of uh, leaders around the world, and uh, they're, they're quotes that uh, I've come up uh, that they wrote uh, about courage. Mm-hmm. And so, what I think I'd like to do is invite you to that third segment, and we're going to be talking. I'm going to just throw out the quote, and then you and I will talk about that quote. I love it, and just see where that goes. Because you know, listen, if you can't change your mind, if you can't spin it in a different way, you'll never see things differently. You will always be caught up in the paradigm that you're living in. So this show, again, is all about changing those mindsets. So stay stay tuned. We'll be right back. And I'm going to have Chris Ritchie on our third segment also. We'll be right back. Awesome. We'll be back with more Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. (laughs) 
Attention business owners. The feeling of being overwhelmed, stressed out, and facing difficult business challenges goes hand in hand with being an entrepreneur. But there are solutions, and it's time to explore the possibilities. You work hard as an entrepreneur. Give yourself the break you deserve. Ken D. Foster is the business coach for you. Ken has over 21 years of experience with leaders just like you, who trust to share what is truly going on in their business and that thing called life. You're invited to set up a free confidential consultation with Ken. His wisdom, guided methods, and unique strategies will bring you to new heights and breakthrough obstacles. Visit KenDFoster.com to set up your free confidential consultation. It's time to achieve your dreams because you deserve a successful business and a balanced, happy life. Sound great? Find out how to make this happen. Visit KenDFoster.com. That's KenDFoster.com. KenDFoster.com. Would you like to help someone in need to move from poverty to prosperity? Stars of Courage, a 501c3 nonprofit, is looking for established life coaches with experience in education and career mentorship to build confidence and create clear paths to success. Join our team of experienced coaches in a wide variety of fields, equipped with warm hearts with a passion for lifting up those in need. Our Stars of Courage. Find out how you can make a difference at starsofcourage.org. That's starsofcourage.org. We're back with Voices of Courage. And now your host, Ken D. Foster. Well, welcome back to Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Today my guest is Colonel Chris Ritchie. And the show is being brought to you by Women's Wisdom, Women Empowering Women in Friendship and Business. You can find all about this group at womenswisdom.net. Well, Colonel Ritchie, we were talking yes, about uh, the Ladybug's Gift, and I want to know a little bit about that new book that you're <laughs> writing. Uh, okay. When's that coming out, and where, do we, where can people see about it? Well, um, my, my brother Ryan uh, and I and my other brother Travis, we, we all experienced something that was just too profound to not share. You know, truth is stranger than fiction. So to uh, to try to summarize it very very quickly, my mom uh, unfortunately passed away in uh, 2015. Very sad for all of us. Very uh, you know, unexpected. And uh, throughout her life, she was very creative, and she created these things called bug buddies, little little stuffed animals. Long right. before the Beanie Babies came out, oh, uh. and, and her favorite one was the ladybug. And she would sell them to kids to make them happy, make them kind of you know lighten up, and. Um, so she probably threw. So, them, she probably threw them at you. Oh a yeah, bit, we, right? we we were we my brothers and I were guinea pigs of all of all the uh, the ladybugs, and uh, so she passes away, and we're in the driveway, very sad. It's January in North Carolina, and uh, my youngest brother Ryan says, "Don't move. There's something on your chest," and he pulls away his hand, and it's a ladybug. Oh my god! Like this doesn't make sense. A ladybug in January, right? Very cold outside. And uh, he Googles on his phone real quick, uh, you know, ladybugs in January, and he pulls up this story that says that when you're visited by a ladybug, it's a sign of a mother's love telling you to let go, to be at peace. And it just really touched us immensely. So we huddled and said, thanks, Mom, for the message. We love you. We, we're going to go in peace. We were, we were given peace yeah. and, and yeah. love and comfort. The ladybug would not fly away uh, after 30 minutes. Took it up to my aunt in the room and said, look, a ladybug. And she immediately says, that's Becky. That's that's your mom. And we're like, well, how does she know about this? Yeah. So an hour to the uh, cemetery, same thing. Ladybug would not leave. We finally get to the uh, the great, freshly driven uh, the grave site. There's this beautiful pink rose. We put the ladybug on the rose, climbs onto the rose petal, and it's all over. Until I call my wife and tell her the story. And then she shares with me that three days before this happened, my daughter was at a church event and told to paint whatever she wanted to. And she painted, again, three days before this happened, she painted a ladybug on a pink rose and wrote love bug on top of it. And if you look at the picture of the ladybug on the rose and the picture of what my daughter Kate painted, it's almost identical. Oh, my goodness. And we just thought, you know, maybe at some point we want to share this story with the world. My brother just set up a website called The Ladybug's Gift. And uh, I'm sure there's so many stories that are out there. When we share it with other people, they are wow. either at peace or inspired or have a similar story. So it's out It's out there. I, you don't 
you can't make that stuff up. Right. It happened. Right. And I, I think we're it, it's a uh, inspiration for us and a, a adventure awesome. of love to maybe put something out there to share that story. So they can get this. Uh, they can see it on the Facebook page, right? Well, we're getting there. We're getting there. Okay. Well, what what's the Facebook page we can give it's, out right uh, now? The Ladybug's gift. The Ladybug's gift. Okay. That's awesome, man. Yeah, thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you for uh, putting that out in the world, too. You know, yeah. um, courage, again, you know, it comes from the heart. Uh, the Latin word coup, um, which means to speak one's heart, right? And I think uh-huh. that's exactly what there you're you doing here is you're speaking your, your heart of your love and your honoring your mom. Um, by putting this in the exactly world, right. and I, and what I what I get because I always look for books that have truth and integrity and heart in them. What I get when I read them is uh, I get inspired, and I get and I it moves me, and it it helps me to become more who I really am. And I and I know that book has got that in there because <laughs> who wrote it? <laughs> so uh, true story. True story. All right. So we're going to tell, I'm going to throw out a couple quotes and um, I'm going to add from Courage and I'm going to ask you to comment on them and I will too. All right. We're going to okay. start out with the first one from um, Walt Disney. Walt yeah. Disney says, All dreams can come true if you have the courage to pursue them. True? Yes? No? What do you think? Uh, All dreams, he says, can come true if you have the courage to pursue them. True. True. Okay. <laughs> I I think you're right. Yeah. I think that's that's exactly right. Now I yeah. think uh um I think of this in so many areas of life. This comes from Edie Rickenbacker. Courage is doing what you're afraid to do. There can be no courage unless you're scared. Interesting. Is that's that a good what do you quote. think about that's that? That's a very good quote. Because really what is the definition of courage, right? I mean when you think about it. I mean, overcoming fear, mm-hmm. you know, whether that's a physical or emotional fear. So I guess it really boils down to choice. So do you choose to be to confront that fear or choose to run away from it? That's good. You confront it. That's courage. That's yeah, good. I like that. That's a good. Well, quote. here this comes from Confucius. Okay, oh, so okay. Confucius says to see what is right and not do it is the want of courage. Yes, yeah. it's the lack of integrity as well. Really, to know what needs to be done. And not do it, but uh, that's, that's that's. I think I think that uh, that's one of the symptoms that you know if you're seeing things out there right now, on the news, mm. in your neighborhood, in um, wherever it is, and you're feeling a sense of disempowerment. I know my wife and I felt that a couple of years ago. We were watching the politicians and watching what was going on. We felt this sense of we need to be doing more, right? And it, it ate us. It ate us for a couple of years before we got the courage to do it, right? There you but, go. you know, what we ended up doing is we started a nonprofit called the Stars of Courage, right? And uh, that nonprofit brings life coaches to people in need, right? Yeah. We started doing that. We still both got involved in politics. We both started supporting uh, some of the candidates out there and, and really talking about it in our family because we were afraid to talk about politics in of our course. family because I don't know about your family. My family could be really violent. <laughs> violent is the word. <laughs> volatile is actually uh, the go. word. Yeah. Uh, they're not violent. They're volatile. But uh, <laughs> anyway, so we started doing something about it, right? So I, I think that's right. Okay, this I comes like from, uh, boy, I wish I could sell it, say this name. Maybe you can say this name. It's, uh, you got your glasses on? Here we go. Thucydides. Thucydides. Okay, Thucydides. All right, to 460 BC. Yeah. We were talking about courage back then. The secret of freedom is courage. Wow. Wow, that's deep. I like it. You like it? I like it. What do you think he means, freedom? I, I think he means freedom from our uh, uh, unstable emotions. I think he means freedom. I think he means freedom, financial freedom. I think he means freedom from, yeah, um, yeah a lot, right? True. I, I'm, what I'm thinking of is, is another quote, because uh, children today, everybody wants to follow the pack. They want to do what's popular and not what's right. So I look at that in the sense of, one person with integrity and character is the majority, regardless of the number of others that are going down a different path. So I think looking at this quote, 440 BC, that's that releases the pack. You know you're doing the right thing, and yeah. it gives you that freedom. I think so, and I, I think that, you know, I love what you said, one man can make a difference. And that, I think that's what Judy and I had to really get in touch with. 
Um, it's, you know, before pre, pre, you know, I had another show prior to this transition radio show. Um, I've done mm-hmm. a lot of things that led up to this, but I have to say, you know, it did take a lot of courage to step in and step out of my comfort zone sure. and step into this thing. And one of the reasons we dro- that drove me, the purpose was that is just that when I saw what was going on in the world and I saw the focus of the media and I see the, the topics that they're talking about, I said, you know what? We can do better than this. There are other things we need to talk about in this world. We need to talk about yes. courage in my, in my, in my uh, book, not courage to, uh, go out and look uh, like we need to run into burning buildings, right? I mean, that does, does take courage, but that's not what I'm talking about. We need the courage to step up. If you don't like what's going on in the polit- political world, find the courage to go out and find somebody to support or or, or, or step up yourself, right? Sure, everybody you don't has like a it, voice. If you don't like what's going on in religion or what they're tearing down statues in this country or whatever they're doing, then you know, let's stop complaining about it because that's all uh, – a lot of media is just complaining mm. or just uh, intellectual analysis of the problem. It's like, I don't know about you, but that stuff gets old very quick for me. What I need is I need people to be inspired, step into the courageous voice, and start making a difference in our school systems, in our in our politics, religions, in our home life. Right? You know, peace starts in the home. Right? If we got if we got chaos in the world, that's because we got chaos in our institutions and in our home life. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's a, that's a lot of stuff right there for sure. But no, I, I agree. You don't uh, don't complain in um, in private. Uh, communicate. It really, all problems could be solved through good communications uh, across the board. So, if uh, nobody has the courage to speak a differing viewpoint, then everybody is going to think they're on the same viewpoint. Absolutely. And that just inspi- empowers uh, folks to go down that path as opposed to saying, wait a minute, what about this? What about Let's this? Let's think about it in a different manner or yeah. perhaps a com- just compromise or what have exactly. you. Okay, our last quote comes from Robert Frost, the author, and he right. says, have courage and a, lily- and a little willingness to venture and be defeated. Mm. Mm. There you go. So be defeated. Yeah, so here's, here's what pops into my head, okay? Uh, muscles have to rip before they grow. Ah. So if you are defeated, and Churchill has a quote about this as well, it's the courage to continue, the courage to try again, the courage to not give up. Right. And um, Never, 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 there you never, go. never <laughs> give up. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, it is the courage. Here's the thing, man. It's the courage to dream big. It's the courage to fail big. It's the courage to succeed big. It's the courage to grow yourself big. That's what courage is all about. That's what this show is all about. I hope you'll continue to listen to us and tell your friends about it. I'm Ken D. Foster. Tune in next week to Voices of Courage. Thanks for joining us for Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Learn more about Ken, how to be a guest on the show, and sponsorship opportunities by visiting voicesofcourage.us. Be sure to join us next Sunday at 10 a.m. as Ken brings more stories of courage that will inspire greatness within you and change your life for the better. This has been Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Well,